Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what is up? It's Sunday night. There's no Steeler football today. There's none tomorrow, but there's going to be plenty of news in black and gold land. Yes, because free agency is upon us. Lots of things happen today. And you know what? When it's the offseason, we let you answer questions. My name is Brian Anthony Davis of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and Kevin Smith is along with me. When I say let you answer questions, we let you answer questions on what you want, and we'll answer your questions. How about that? KT, what is going on, Coach? Nothing, Brian. This is a this is a cool cool moment to be with you because uh, we're all anticipating what's going to unfold tomorrow, and uh, I'm excited. I don't know what's going to happen, to be quite honest with you. You never know. Today, some crazy stuff happened, and tomorrow's going to be you know, a madhouse, so it's exciting. So I like to call it the storm before the storm, and that's exactly what happened this week. My gosh, so many quarterback dominoes have fallen which makes it clear and easy if you're looking at what Pittsburgh does this week for a quarterback, you'll know whether they're saving it for the draft or whether they're going high on the hog. So we're going to see what happens. But let's talk about that. And we want you to get started right now with your questions. Get them in here because after we talk about what's been going on for a couple of minutes, it's all you. It's every single question that you have in a half an hour. So fill it up. Let us know on the live chat. So the big news this week, of course, I, I don't even know how to rank this in order of big news, Kevin, because we start off with, on Tuesday, the do, the first domino fell. We knew what was going on in Green Bay and in Denver, that it wasn't going to be Aaron Rodgers as a Bronco, but he's staying in green and gold. That was the first thing. Now, they say that Rodgers is saying he hasn't signed that contract, but he is coming back to Den to a Green Bay. But it's not the 153 guarantee that everybody was saying right away. But, Kevin, what were your first thoughts as a Steeler fan when that happened with Aaron Rodgers staying with the pack? I, I never bought any of the hype about Rodgers coming here. I thought that that was, like, the smartest place for him to go back. Um, I... I I would just think personally for Aaron Rodgers, it would be tempting to go someplace warm. I, you know, I watched him in their in that playoff loss up there in, in Lambeau this year, and and you just think to yourself, would that have been a different game if Rodgers was the home quarterback in a, in a a southern state, you know, where the weather was great and he he could grip it and rip it, uh, not have to deal with those frigid Green Bay elements. But he's got a comfort level there. I think he's a great fit in Matt Lafleur's offense. Um, and so it made sense for him. And then for us as Steelers fans, it could just kind of put the speculation to rest. I don't think anybody really, you know, I mean, some people may have hoped that you could bring him here. I don't know. But for the price tag, it was going to cripple our ability to do anything else. So to me, that was that was a relief. It absolutely was for a lot of people. Um, we talked last week on on different shows about mortgaging the future. And, you know, that could mean a ring now. We saw that. The, with the three-year plan that was the Los Angeles Rams. And it looks like the Denver Broncos are doing that now, and they have just done that with Russell Wilson in mile high now. My question to you on this, Kevin, is he's there, and they obviously win it this year. Not they win the trade this year. But Seattle might be winning this in the long run. What are your thoughts? Yeah, they, they gave up a lot. Two first, two seconds, three players. 
one of those players was a really good tight end in, in Noah Fant. And, um, I mean, obviously there was the huge need to bring a marquee quarterback to Denver, and I think the Broncos did that. And so their GM, I think he kind of got a monkey off his back in, in a sense. But and I, and I also think that they're probably thinking about the Rams' path to the Super Bowl. I mean, the Rams – uh, this year will be the first the first time the Rams have had a first-round draft pick since 2016. So they went five years in a row without a first-round pick. And they used those first-round picks to bring, you know, basically the nucleus that won them a Super Bowl to L.A. to su- supplement some of the existing talent. So that's got to be, you know, Denver's bet right now is, is that they're kind of rolling the dice that, that uh, they can do a similar thing and they won't need that draft capital. But if it doesn't work out, they've really taken a chance. Uh, two firsts and two seconds is a really big loss if you don't win a championship. Absolutely. Now, we have Carson Wentz on the move as the Colts dealt Wentz to the Washington Commanders. So now the Commanders aren't looking for a quarterback as quickly as you think. Now, they might teams might take a developmental guy, take a guy to sit for a year, That could still happen in the draft, but it just seems that Malik Willis's name keeps on popping to different teams as one team trades for another quarterback because it seemed that he was going to be a Seahawk possibly. Now he was on on the Broncos' radar. Now he seems to be on the Seahawks' radar. He was on the Commanders' radar as well. Now he could be on the Colts' radar. (laughs) You know, there's, there's so many different radars that he could be on, but now the Colts might need a quarterback, but there's talks too now that the Houston Texans are going to be trading possibly Sean Watson. Looks like he's going to be dealt after Friday's news. Now it looks like Seattle might be all in on him. Carolina just put in an offer for him. So teams needing quarterbacks, it's not going to stop. Then another name that was put on the board that could be the next possible trade was Kirk Cousins. That's not going to happen. He just signed a big big deal today to stay in Minnesota and another team that was possibly looking for a quarterback, the Tampa Bay Bucks, they got Tom Brady back for a 23rd year. What are your thoughts on those quarterbacks real quick? Well, I, I told you this before the show. I just want Tom Brady to go away. I can't take any more Tom Brady fawning from the national media. He deserves all of it. He deserves all of it. He's, he's the best quarterback of all time. Uh, he's a guy who's broken the hearts of, of all Steeler fans many, many, many times. Um, but, you know, I mean, I, I thought that last year really was – he would have done it the right way, you know. Like, like they, they had won a Super Bowl. He came back for another run. Um, you know, they, they – I know they got bounced out of the playoffs in a way that I think probably didn't sit well with him. But it just felt like his game he's, – he's to the point now where I think um, he can still go out as Tom Brady. But you bring him back for another year. Uh, and and they're going to lose a couple of weapons uh, in his receiving arsenal. And I think that, you know, I don't know, man. It just feels like he, like, like this is going to be the one year too many. Then again, it's Tom Brady. So, I mean, we can't ever really be surprised at what he he's capable of. Um, but from I think I'm just exhausted with him. And at the same time, I think it would have probably been a smarter move on his part to to walk away when he was still reasonably near the top of his game. Let me ask you this question before we get to the live chat and all of their questions. Who is the real TB12? Terry Bradshaw. Come on, man. There, Terry there Bradshaw. You go. Yeah. I the love the come on, man. He's a come on. The, come on. What do you, what do you OG ask you Terry for? Bradshaw. Oh, gee, I love it. Okay. <laughs> Rob Titoff. Um, 
if you want to phonetically let us know in the live chat what how to pronounce your name for the future, please let me know. Will we get our bridge quarterback this week finally, Kevin? Well, it's interesting he said bridge there because uh, there's a there's a growing sentiment in the national media anyway that Teddy Bridgewater might be the guy. And I don't know how that sits with Steeler fans, but I, when you look at all the options, I mean, it, it might be that um, it might be that Trubisky costs a little too much. I mean, he's kind of starting to get a buzz about somebody who one of those teams you just mentioned, who sort of like is the last one standing when the musical chairs, you know, and the music ends. They might say, OK, well, we'll take a shot at Trubisky uh, and they'll give him starter money. And then you look at maybe maybe the Steelers don't like Mariota as much as some of the people around behind the steel curtain do. And. And Jacoby Brissett, I mean, he's got a connection with Canada, but most people see him as a true backup type. So there are those who believe that Teddy Bridgewater could be a good option uh, as a guy who, um, you know, at worst competes with Rudolph for the starting job and, you know, maybe wins it. And then um, and then we see what we get. He gets a one year trial. And if it doesn't work out, the Steelers take the quarterback in the draft next year. So so I think they'll do something this week. I just don't know who that someone is. But there's a there's a reasonable chance, I think, that it could be Teddy Bridgewater. You know, that's something that I said back in November that I've jumped around to so many different quarterbacks. Right now I'm on the Mitch bandwagon, Mitch Trubisky. I think if I think he's the one guy that if they take, that they will not be looking at a quarterback in the draft. I would rather them not even look at a quarterback at all in this draft if they don't if they do not feel that it's the right guy. Do not settle. My gosh, I settled for that on my first marriage, and now I had to go get a second. I I, I had the bridge wife. Now I now I've got the right one. So um, <laughs> did you call her? Didn't you call her your starter wife at one point? Starter wife. Yeah, I've always called her the starter wife. I now because I've never used bridge so much that I that I have in the last few weeks, and maybe bridge water water is the bridge quarterback, but. So with bridge quarterback being on everybody's mind, yeah, it's the bridge wife. So don't just settle, you know, just don't settle. If you have to bring a bridge in to get to the right one, that's okay. Um, let's go to Fortio Music Group. Bad, do we even value winning anymore? The Steelers need to stop thinking mediocre. Fortiel has been around for a long time on these shows. I love Fortiel. I, I kind of disagree. But I, I really appreciate you saying that they're thinking mediocre. I think they're being deliberate in and they're not settling. They they need to have the right situation here. Um, there, there's a fine line between giving way too much away and bringing a guy in on an island and not being able to put too much around him. Kevin, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, to me, there's two approaches to the quarterback situation. There's the uh, try and land a big name approach, which would consist of Rogers or Wilson, or maybe a trade for Deshaun Watson, something along those lines. But when you do that, you know, you've kind of hum hamstrung yourself financially to be able to fix some of the other holes in the roster. So you've landed the marquee piece, but you don't have the other pieces to go, to go with it. And then of course the other approach is the one that the Steelers seem to be pursuing, which is to try to build the team first and then find the guy. Um, I mean, you can make an argument for both. You can make an argument for both strategies. I just think the Steelers question if it's uh, if it's like reasonable for them to be able to find the guy right now. I, I think Rodgers was too old and too expensive. Uh, I don't know if the Steelers ever had any interest in Wilson. 
Uh, Watson is just, you know, his legal situation still kind of clouds a lot of what goes on with him. And the asking price for him is going to be huge. I hear it's going to be bigger than Wilson. And we saw what the price that Denver paid to acquire him. So I just wonder if the Steelers are maybe kind of like, it's not so much that they don't want to that they don't want to make a move uh, to try to land a franchise QB right now. It's just that I don't know if they know that there's a guy who they can identify and bring in who would actually be that guy, is, especially, including the draft. I know they love Willis, and a lot of people love Willis, um, but he's no sure thing either, man. His 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 ceiling is huge, but his floor could be a little bit low as well because he's got a lot to learn about the NFL game in, in terms of read progressions and um, and you know what he does on schedule, so to speak, which just means kind of like from the pocket. So he's a little bit of a gamble, too. I don't think the Steelers see a sure thing right now at quarterback, which means they're willing to go the other route and try and build uh, the pieces around before they land that QB. Justin Benjamin says, honestly, who do you think the starter will be? Kevin, I'll let you start with that. I I don't know. I think it's going to be Rudolph, and that is not a popular answer. I apologize to anybody who just was like, come on, man. But, I mean, I just I kind of do. I, I Again, I, maybe they'll get Trubisky. I think he'd be a great fit for Matt Canada's offense, by the way. But I just think he's going to be, you know, there's going to be a heavy price tag on him, heavier maybe than the Steelers want to pay. And I really think that, they, that they're okay giving Rudolph a shot. And if that's the case, they'll bring in somebody who, that, who can compete with him. I mean, if, if they sign Trubisky, they're probably looking at 10 to 12 million a year or something like that. Rudolph makes what, I mean, like he's on a rookie contract still or, 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 or a one year tender for 4 million or something like that. It's if, if Rudolph beats out Trubisky, you've got your backup making three times what your starter makes. And that just doesn't make any sense. So I think they'll be, you know, in that four to $5 million range. And what's that get you? That gets you Bridgewater. That might get you Mariota, somebody like that. Another legend of the live chat, Felicia, Brady is an attention drama queen. Gotta be in the news. Now Aaron Rodgers is going to re-up the drama. All that said, Ben on stage in Canton alone, getting all the love. I didn't think about that because this news is new, but I love that Felicia brought that up. Ben doesn't have to share that Hall of Fame spotlight with Tom Brady now. I I think that's great. I love that too. I think his I think his Hall of Fame, his Hall of Fame speech will be tremendous. I think it'll be really reflective. I think he's a guy, when he looks back on his career, he's going to see it in various stages. You know, the, the early success, but maybe not being able to handle it the right way. And some of the, some of the unfortunate things that happen off the field that he, he seems to have made amends for and be very apologetic uh, about. And then kind of moving on into his career and into becoming like the real leader and face of the franchise. And I, and he, he strikes me as a guy who gets pretty emotional. You know, we all saw him in that last home game against the Browns and how emotional he was as the, as the stadium, you know, bid farewell to him. And uh, I think his, I think his can speech is going to be really, really cool to watch. So speaking of Ben, Dave Schofield had a chance to see him at the ignite conference and this weekend in, at Liberty University, I, th- I think that was absolutely uh, a big hit with him starting the Ben Roethlisberger Family Foundation. And yeah, he is really uh, he has really made strides, like you said. And I, I hear he helped steal the show, and and he was very inspirational. My question is this: He was at Liberty. Do you think he had a conversation with Malik Willis at all? 
I mean, it can't hurt, right? You know, if you're, if you're Malik Willis and Ben Roethlisberger reaches out to you, you're you're going to listen for sure. No question. And if he's that. on your campus, I think he's going to go there and say, hey, Ben, what's yeah. up? Who else, um, from, who else was from Liberty that we know in Pittsburgh Steeler history? Oh, my gosh. I, I would not be able to know this if I didn't watch the draft in 1990 and see Eric <laughs> Green come in. Yes, sir. Yes, and, sir. Okay, so I'm going to give you a question. Who was the coach of Eric Green at Liberty University back in 1990? A, a, I, have, I have zero idea. I had no old idea. foe, an old foe of the Steelers back in the day. Browns oh. head coach Sam Retigliano. Uh, okay, there you. I know right. you got to remember Sam. Of course, I remember Sam. You know, I remember Sam after the Steelers uh, would routinely uh, beat Brian Sipe to a pulp. Uh, and Sam would, uh, you know, he'd have that look on the sideline. He had that grumpy old man face. Yeah. By the way, well, Brian, I'm going to bring this out real quick since we're since we're mentioning Steelers past and Brian Sipe. I just wanted all the Steelers fans to see something oh, I acquired oh, yeah. this week. I, I I acquired this in the last few days. That is beautiful. Is, uh, I don't know how well you can see that, but a framed and autographed uh, photo of the uh, uh, of the famous Jack Lambert. Sports Illustrated cover from back in the day, because I know uh, he's your favorite guy. Oh isn't my he? god, because... my favorite man! I I had I had that as a poster on my wall in my room. And my mother would come in, and she'd just shake her head. She'd be like, "He is so ugly," and I'd be like, "That's a compliment. That's beauty, me, mom." You know? Yeah, he's a poster boy today. You know what yeah. I mean, he's like he's a member of NSYNC. Compared to some of the crazy looks that we've got today. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, I love that. I have a eight by ten of that that he signed in front of me, and I, I know I've told you the Jack Lambert and, and bad story before when he ripped on me in front of a bunch of people because it was the weekend that it was the weekend that's in two thousand nine, and somebody shot up in upstate New York, shot up an office, and we lost about five or six people. And he said, "Hey, what's the security here?" I mean, do we have proper security here? And because uh, of what happened up in New York, and they said, you know, we've got proper. And like, I was there working the autograph session, and I said, Mr. Lambert, that's okay. Uh, I'm uh, I'm five nine, I'm two sixty, and I've got your back. And all I remember him going, <laughs> there was an expletive. He goes, "We're all in trouble." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so anyways, uh, it, it was really funny, but he was sitting on a little bench in the back of an old dollar tree. He was like maybe three inches off the floor and lo- looked like he was sitting on his helmet. He was smoking a cigarette and drinking a beer and holding court. And it was, it, it, it was just classic. Yeah. And it was five o'clock a- in the afternoon. On the oh morning. yeah. I would have paid to be a part of that conversation. Ah, that's, that was great. I got paid in an autograph and it was awesome. Joseph Mislajenovic, if that's right, I hope. Do you think the Texans are using the Steelers as increasing the picks from other teams? I I, I don't think the Steelers are in at all. I, I mean, I haven't heard anything credible other than that tweet from Sean King, and no offense to Sean King, but nobody else picked that up. So I haven't heard any credible reports that the Steelers uh, are serious about Watson in any way. Sherry Richards asked this. I think Carlton Davis, the corner from Tampa, maybe the Steelers starting starter signing at corner. What do you think? Uh, I would not be mad, but it all depends no. on the price tag. He, 
he's going to get 15, 18 million a year or something in that range. And so that's got to be a consideration. I mean, if the Steelers went all in on him though, boy, I wouldn't be mad at all. You know, I How mean, much there's, were th- a few, there's a few lesser priced corners who they might be interested in. Um, Carol, you know, Dante Jackson, Jackson from Carolina had a great year. And, um, Russell Douglas from the Packers had five interceptions this year. And those, both those guys are young. They're both 26. Um, so those, you know, the Steelers might say, Hey, you know, we're, we're going to go for a little bit of a lower priced young guy. Um, but, but Davis is one of the best in the league. So that would be a heck of an acquisition. And I get a new Jersey and a new number with my last name on it. So true. That, that is definitely what I need to do there. Uh, I think he's really good. Yes, it depends on the price. You, you just can't break the back. But let me ask you this question. What did they pay Joe Hayden his last contract? Wasn't it like 20-something a year? It was pretty high, but I don't, I don't know if it was that much, but it was pretty high. Um, I'd have to look. But off the top of my head, I, I can't remember. But um, I don't know if it was 20-something a year. You might be right. I would love Carlton Davis. I think that is great. Um, Felicia asked this question. Well, it's not really a question. It's a comment. And okay, I like Ray Ray, but if he isn't returning, I still like Deontay Spencer, which the Broncos are moving on from Deontay Spencer. I made a lot of noise when the Steelers did not put him on the 53-man roster on Labor Day of like three years ago because I love Deontay Spencer. I would love to see a guy like that back in Pittsburgh. Do you think Ray Ray's returning? Cause I don't No, I don't either. He's going to get more money somewhere else. And a guy like Deontay Spencer could be a good piece, but I don't think, I think the Steelers need a legit slot receiver. And, you know, a guy like we talked about on, on our show the other night, you know, somebody like Jamison Crowder or the guy who I really like a lot is Byron Pringle and the chief from the chiefs uh, who can really, who can be the number one guy in the slot. Um, so I think Spencer can do a lot of a lot of good things for us in the return game and kind of be a change of pace guy, but I don't think he's a he's a, a legit number one slot receiver. Sherry Richards is back. If we only sign one outside free agent this week, who and what position? I got my guy. I don't know. Do you got a guy, Brian? I, I 100% have my guy. You know, I I have so many different guys. I mean, right now. I'm I'm still on the whole Mitch Trubisky thing right now, but yeah. if I'm looking at another position, I'm I'm looking on the offensive line. It's just the position that I'm looking at. I yeah. would love Teron Armstead. He he cost way too much money, possibly, but I don't. I am not subscribing to the center position. I don't think center is need for the Steelers as the fans and media think center is need for the Steelers. Uh, I do, and, and that's that's my guy. That's where I'm going to Ryan go. Jensen? No, Brian Allen from the Rams. I mean, oh. Jensen, I love Jensen, Jen, but Jensen's 31 years old, and I think the Steelers are probably, given their quarterback situation, um, they're going to be, you know, from as far as being legit Super Bowl contenders, they're probably a, a year to, you know, two to three max, hopefully, away from being back in that conversation. I, again, if, if we're looking at our, at our Mason Rudolph or Teddy Bridgewater uh, quarterback, even even Trubisky, if they sign him uh, with with a lot of other moving pieces on offense, it, you know, it may, it may take a little bit longer than people people think. I would love to see them anchor that center position. I don't think that they're going to get a shot at, at Tyler Lindenbaum in the draft, who's the number one guy in the far and away, you know, the best center. I think he's going to go earlier. So, you know, 
Brian Allen, the Rams center, 26 years old, anchor of that offensive line that just won the Super Bowl and smart and durable. He's been healthy. Um, you know, I think he's going to come at an affordable price. And I just think that he's a guy you could build out from. But, I, you know, I've been talking about moving Kendrick Green to guard all offseason. I don't know if the Steelers are going to do it, but I just feel like that's a, a smart move for them to make because I think he's better suited to play guard. So for me, I, I, it would just I'd love to see them anchor the line with Brian Allen and build out from him. I will never argue with you about that, especially, you know, you know, the X's and O's and inside, and you know, personnel much better than I do. But the only thing that I'm saying here is, like I said, I agree with everything you're saying. I just don't think the Steelers have given us any indication that that's what they want to do. And I think they have more pressing needs on their, their draft board and their uh, free agent board than center. I think they're they're ready to give one more shot to Kendrick Green and then worry about that in 2023 if it doesn't pan out, Kevin. Yeah, you might be right. And and, and if if maybe they'll go heavy on the guard position and maybe they'll go after a guy like Lakin Tomlinson in San Francisco, who, you know, he's he's 30, so uh he's not exactly young, but um he, he's an all pro and a, and a heck of a player. And maybe that, maybe if you put a guy like that and then you get Kevin Dotson back healthy and you, you surround Kendrick green with two physical, uh, you know, big, big guys on the interior to help him a lot. So you might be right. They might not, not be ready to give up on green just yet. Winston to Pittsburgh will probably happen says Steeler nation four, one, two. I'm just bringing that one up. Arthur Motes said earlier, if we have a higher level quarterback, it's easier to attract free agents with Mason as QB1. Will we have to overpay? And that's from Britsburg Owen, voice from across the pond. Good job, Britsburg, being on my show this morning um, on the new Bad Language podcast. Uh, he came on for a couple of minutes and talked about the views from across the pond. So what's your question there? What's your answer there? Mason is QB1. Will that mean they have to overpay? Uh, I've, I've heard some skepticism from some past dealers and uh, they seem, they don't seem to like it. He doesn't say, this is the, this is a, a legit concern. I, I, I've not yet seen a single player, what current roster past Steeler, what anywhere, like really endorse Mason Rudolph. I haven't seen a single guy come out and say, you know, Hey man, we can win with that, with that guy. You know, he, that he can be our guy. And that's concerning to me because he's been here for four years. I mean, he's been here long enough for people to get a pretty good feel for who he is. The organization seems to be willing to give him a shot, but his teammates have been, I'm not saying they're against them by any stretch of the imagination, but they've been ominously silent. So maybe, maybe there's legitimacy there. 4TL says, how can you really say you're trying to get better when you know you have Rudolph and all these good quarterbacks going? SMDH. You know, for me, I think they've got a plan and that's it. Now, when Art Rooney, too, comes out and says, or maybe it was Kevin Colbert, I believe it was Kevin Colbert saying that if this if the season started today, Mason Rudolph's our quarterback, because that's the guy on the roster you have. He's not going to tip his hand. I think they've got a plan and... I just don't think trading for a quarterback is in their plan. We're going to find out more this week. Kevin? Yeah, I agree. I don't think they're going to trade for a quarterback. I don't think it's going to be Garoppolo. I certainly don't think it'll be Watson. I think they're going to sign somebody. It just depends how far down that free agent list that they that they want to go and, and how much faith they have in Rudolph. Yeah, because um, 
a lot of people are are concerned about it being Rudolph. Shaquille Gregory says, Brian, you sound sick. Just have a just have a cold. That's uh I, I'm kind of like Phoebe on Friends. I love the way my voice sounds when <laughs> when I've got a cold. I actually don't mind the way my voice sounds right now, but I'm not going to go around and uh, licking other people's uh, glasses and cups of coffee to keep my cold going. Went to uh, went to the Minute Clinic today and tested for all flu and COVID and bad stuff, and it's just it's just a just a cold. But uh, thank you for mentioning that. Um, so I tell you what, we've got a, I'm looking for a few more questions. We might have a few out there, but we do got to hop off because it is coming up on a half an hour and this is just a quick half hour show. Um, I will answer this one. Will Joe Hayden be back? Brian Brown asked that question when he says, uh, um, take your coat, take your hat and just leave. That probably means that he's not going to be back, Kevin. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he is. I think the Steelers might make a, a reasonable attempt to sign Witherspoon, but I will. I'd be shocked if they don't bring in a free agent corner and, and a pretty good one. I think they're going to spend some money on, at the corner position. I, you know, as we as we like, you know, I know we're about to sign off, but one thing that I, everybody's talking about the offense, but I really think that the Steelers might go pretty heavy on defense. They might. They might. They might make a big play, man. Maybe they'll try to go after like uh, like Devondre Campbell, the, the linebacker in Green Bay. I know the Packers are going to try to re-sign him, and he's going he's not going to come cheap, but he'd be awesome, man, in the middle of our defense. And maybe they'll go for a fairly you know high price free agent corner. They might be of the mindset that like we're just not ready to compete on offense, but if we solidify some of our weak areas on defense, we can get back to having an elite defense. And with an elite defense will still be right there as we try to rebuild our offense. Maybe they see that that's the, that's the better way to compete for right now as they take their time and identify the, the, uh, the air to bend on the other side of the ball. Absolutely. And I do love the idea of uh, Bobby Wagner as well. I think that's actually a good move to pair him with Bush. And you're not paying way too much money for a guy like Bobby Wagner when even if you're paying $10 million, you're dropping Joe Schobert, and that means you're paying about three and a half million more. Yeah. Yeah. So with that being said, thanks so much. Make sure you check out all the other great BTSC shows. There's one coming up next on YouTube. We don't normally do them back to back like this, but with a Sunday night question and uh, a scheduling uh, um, mistake on my part, we're going to go straight in about five minutes to my good friend, Kevin Tate. We're going to go from one Kevin we're going to go to one KT to another KT. So Kevin Tate is We Run the North. Kevin, I don't know if you've checked out this show, but it talks about the Steelers in the division of the AFC North and everything around it. It's a really good show. It debuted last week. And another show that debuted today, uh, the Steelers sermon didn't really work out for me. So I changed it to bad language. And I, I'm making no apologies about that. So... Um, so for my bad language, check that out. It is already on. You could wherever you stream, check out me again. Gosh, a lot of me this weekend. Check out me tomorrow night with Tony Defio with, <clears throat> with Shannon White on the Steelers Hangover. But if you check out one show, and if, if you only listen to one show, you gotta check out Let's Ride tomorrow morning. Jeff Hartman with his Monday morning conversation. It's LaVon Kirkland. 
that you cannot beat. So check that out too. I know you love you some Levon, KT. Love Levon. I got lots of papers to grade at work tomorrow, so I'm going to put that show on and grade some papers, and uh, I can't wait to hear it. I, I got the sneak peek. Being the, oh, podcast, yeah. being the podcast producer, I got to hear it, and I love it. Just absolutely love that show. So for Kevin Smith, I'm Brian Anthony Davis. Stick around for BTSC. It's it's free agent week, man. There's going to be so much stuff going on, whether it's black and gold or not. It's going to affect your Steeler fandom. Check it out. If you're happy about it, we'll celebrate together. If it's a bummer and they stand pat and don't do much, hey, we'll cry about it together too. So we ask you to do three things. One, be safe. Two, be true to yourself. And three, always be behind the steel curtain and keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the hypocycloids. Mm-hmm.